Hello, hello, and welcome back to Grab Some Tea, honey. Brought to you by lovely host Jija Egal. And I'm your other host, Aj Ahmed. On this week, you guys, you have two amazing returning hosts. Um, one of them was actually from the most, the most controversial topic Ooh. on this podcast. The one and only, the guy who said he wants to be showered. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, showered with love. My, hi, guys. My name is Abdurrahman. Abdurrahman, give us a second name so we can uh, find you. Uh, let's stick with Abdurrahman for now. <laughs> and our other lovely host is also a returning guest. Um, I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, guys. My name is Fatima Nasir. Back again. Wow, you guys. Um, first of all, this is a very in- interesting lineup. We have two Literally. extremely controversial guests, and I'm so excited for this episode, you guys. Um, mm. So we will kind of have a part two on our Meher um, topic that we had towards the end of last season, where mm-hmm. um, one of our guests, Abdurrahman, said he would like to be showered, number one. Number mm-hmm. two, to just like give you guys like a breakdown of what ex- exactly happened, he also said that... The man is paying meher. What does the guy's family get if the guy's family is paying meher? Uh, anyway, the point of this episode is for us to just kind of break down all those myths that Abdurrahman has. And Fatima is here to give us her first-hand experience. What, what entails or what basically quantifies how much meher a woman deserves, if that question makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, Fatima. basically what Fatima. puts a worth on her back. Like, yes, exactly. Yes. Okay, um, first of all, me, I, I'm not in a school of thought where I think you can put a price tag on a woman. Um, um, just as we're told in Islam, like, maher is completely decided 100% between the man and woman. And even when nikah is being done, the kadi does say that, have you guys, um, have you agreed to marry this man um, according to the maher that you both agreed upon? It's not mentioned what it is that you guys have said. So this is 100% dependent on what you as a woman you would want, whether you'd want money or you'd want whatever it is that you want for yourself. Because I don't think it has anything to do with the value of the woman. I think it is more like a token of, of course, appreciation because this woman has been raised well in a good family. You're not just going to pick her off the streets, right? And also it just shows you how women are put uh, put on a high stone, even in Islam, like we are, we are raised high. Right. So for me, I don't think um, even when I was discussing with my like me for my personal situation, it was not coming down to um, me thinking, hmm, so how much am I worth? Because ideally, if we were to look at it from that perspective, like, do you even think this man can afford us? Like, no, they wouldn't. But it's because you just look at what is it that you feel would you would want um to be your mother. And some people go for something as little as a mswala in the Quran and like it's done. Because again, it all goes back to the woman herself. However, I don't believe you can put a price tag on a woman. Like every woman, there's no way, and I don't even think any man can can afford for a woman to put a price tag behind her back. That's me, my personal opinion. They're simply priceless. That's what you're saying. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like you, because even after you get married, even that she does, even if you decide to pay her salary, like you'll just never match up to everything that a woman brings to the like to the table. Okay, Abdurrahman, you seem like you choked a bit when she said that <clears throat> men cannot afford us. Um, so agree. can you basically tell us about wh- why, why, what's your hesitation about this? Um, if, if something is priceless, um, how does it doesn't go in the same sentence with affordability. Um, from the small school of thought that I come from, they don't go in the same <laughs> It's <sentence>. English. <laughs> <laughs> So if something is priceless, 
it's not affordable basically you can't quantify how you're going to put a value to it so i i found that a bit uh contradicting mm-hmm. um but uh wait is there a scenario where someone has been given a muswala because i've never heard of that i've heard of yeah. one muswala yeah you know my like when it comes to when it comes to when you say your dowry right it's 100% is dependent on the girl herself as an individual this comes to her personality her like everything that has to do with the girl right so the reason why it becomes so complicated is because people put it in money value so you're thinking is it between is it in the thousands or is it in the millions or that's that's how people um value it however i feel like that's the wrong way to value it you could be content like i remember for my mother her dowry was to go to maka that's what she agreed with, with my father from the very from the get go like she didn't want anything to do with money or anything like that how she wanted her dowry to be taken to maka and do her umrah that was her dowry you got what i mean okay so it's yes. it's different and this is now because of her her personality and that's what her, for her that's what she desired so the dowry should make a woman happy and the man it should also make the man happy too that he's making the woman happy because it's like a gift a token to her this is even before we get into the family because the dowry is 100% between the woman and the man what the family gets is a bonus that's something on the side but that's not under dowry it's cultural yeah that's cultural okay yeah, but now b- back to to the whole mahar thing that had been trending where um people were saying if you're not getting me more than less than 50 uh, anything less than 50k i'm not accepting it is that fair because yeah. that's that's where the whole center of controversy was Right, but if what's wrong if a woman sees herself that way, yeah? Like, what's yeah. the problem? If that's the worth that she feels that she's worth, and that's what she feels will make her happy, why should it be a problem? Like, she should be able to get it, and I'm sure there are men who can pay for it. Yeah, but you see, um, if you and someone know each other well, and then all of a sudden she brings that up, is does that uh, make clear ground for you to about the whole mission? You know, so that's, like, that's where the whole controversy was. The controversy was. Should okay. I give her that? Should mm-hmm. I give her that? Fifty uh, k, which is around five million for, mm-hmm. for, for in Kenya shillings. Mm-hmm. Five million in Kenya shillings is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, if you are starting off at a career at the moment, mm-hmm. um, that's barely hard to get. Okay, but Abdurrahman, like, look at it from a realistic point of view. You know, in this world, how we're created, everything is in levels. Yeah, everything has levels. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this um lower class, this middle class, and this upper class. By the time yeah. you're dating, I would like to believe you've either gotten somebody in your social class or a little bit higher than your social class or a little bit lower than your social social class, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't yeah. expect somebody to for you guys. By the time you're together, I you, you would not even get along if you're in completely different social classes. I don't think um that would be a situation where people would be compatible. So I'm sure by the time you're telling somebody I want five million, you know this man can afford it. I really don't think you'll it will be a man fresh out of your end, and then you just like I want five million for diary. And that's all happy. Like sure, you have just graduated. I agree. I agree. Are you throwing shade? Are you throwing shade? I throw shade at you and guys. No, no, no. It could be any university. It could be any university. My example is Yani, somebody who has just finished school. As Abdurrahman has said, if somebody has just started working, they're building themselves. You know, there are different phases for for everyone in life, right? When you've just finished school, you've just begun working. 
if a girl expects you to have that kind of money, then she's being completely selfish. And that's not even somebody you should want to build a future with. Because if she's coming at you with such unreasonable expectations at this stage, then your whole life is going to be set up with you doing way too much and you're going to wear out. Eventually, you're going to feel like you're, 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 fitting in, you're wearing shoes that you cannot even fit. Right, but I, I would like to believe by the time you're saying you want five million for dowry, the man and his family can stand up and say, "Fine, we can put that on the table." Basically, they can afford it. They yeah, they can afford it. To afford it. No, what, wisdom will kill you, Fatima. I think you should. I, I think you should repeat that statement again so that they can actually hear and understand yeah. and internalize. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a woman out there that you basically want have to, to hear, hear that this? statement? Yeah, yeah. yeah because... <laughs> no, because think about it. He listens to the pod. Because think about it, guys. Send like timestamps as well. Um, if you think about it, even if, if even for example, if we use the analogy of a bank, right? Um, when you by the time you're getting a loan from a bank, they have checked your bank statements. Yeah, they've checked how much money you put in there. There's no way you have a salary of fifteen to ten thousand and you can go and get a a, a loan for one million. There's no way. Right. <laughs> so there's levels to these things, right? So if you're getting a good salary and you're you've been to be consistent, you've been getting a good salary and you've decided now I want to buy a house and you want to buy a house maybe that's forty to maybe forty five million. The bank will give you that loan because they know you can pay it back, yeah. But you can't be getting minimum wage and then you're going to ask for such a. Maybe you you start small. Maybe you can get my a, a piggy piggy before you get to a car before you get to a house. That's the same thing. Even when it comes to um, women also need to be realistic with what they demand out of a man. You must see where has this man reached in terms of his life. How far has he progressed? Has he just started business? If he's doing business, business takes time to grow. If he's working at age to five. How long has he been doing it? Is he looking at a promotion? Is the money going to go up? These are all things that you have to factor in before you just start Bismillah and be like, okay, I want five million. You've not even put into account the cost of the wedding, which he has to foot. You've not put into account the cost of the house, the furniture, how you get going to start your life. Because you can't you can't do all these things and then the first day of the house you're eating Ugali and Skoma because there's no food. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with Fatima's school of thought. My only pro- my only thing is is that if you're First of all, like if you're dating someone and you're in the idea of like getting married, right? If she's only asking you for five million shillings, knowing that you can't afford that, she might be with you for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Honestly speaking, because she's asking you for something that she genuinely knows that you cannot afford. Right? right. If you're getting married for like love and start a family, you should be asking for something that you know. Because I'm assuming by the time that you guys talk about marriage, you know each other's financial standings as well. Because if this guy can't afford five million shillings, you asking for five million shillings doesn't make sense. True. So maybe try and like reevaluate your relationship because she might just be there for the cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're not we're trying to be polite. Like we're not saying she's a gold digger. We're just trying to be polite. You know. We don't we don't use <laughs> yeah. we don't use derogatory terms on this podcast. Yeah. We don't yeah. use derogatory terms. <laughs> but for anyone who's not actually connecting the dot the thought the dots, sorry. Hey. Dots, dots. English. <laughs> I, I don't know why thoughts and dots came through, but <laughs> uh, the point is like that's what we're referring to. I don't know how this is this is this actually never happens. I don't know how we're on the same page with Fatima. Um, I'm but 
No, uh, we're not on the same page. Um, because me, I want to understand why you said with your chest in the other podcast mm. that what is the guy's family getting? Let's just break that down real quick. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> it, it's actually good that you actually yeah, sure. yeah. brought that up because there's a point in actually mm-hmm. in the previous statements that you said um, it's sort of a token of appreciation to the girl's family. Right. And it's only one side that like there's just someone who's just giving and the other is just receiving okay in both in all different ways it's just we're just giving whether it's uh, physically whether it's uh, money physically like we're just giving Phys- wait physically and someone is just receiving okay no no can you just go back to that physical statement because miss like, no no, no. Okay. We're, we're focusing on let's let's just focus on us giving <laughs> Look at look at it from this point of view. This woman, yes. This woman, there's no way you can basically um elongate or basically reproduce your lineage. That's basically your last name without a woman. You know, that's not possible, yeah. Mm-hmm. True. A lot of there's a saying that says what a woman gets, she multiplies. You give her you give <laughs> okay, you give her food, she gives you. I mean, you give her groceries, she makes food. You buy her house, she makes a home. You give her basically um, a sperm, she gives you a baby. You, you give, see her, how few, that you give her a few seconds, she gives you a child. You give her 30 seconds, she gives you a child. We see this females are basically here to one basically make your last name last generation to generation to generation mm-hmm. you know if somebody if we give her stress she gives us double of that stress Amma. yeah yeah so it's part of the package like you're telling me who would you reproduce with honest to god which creature in this earth <laughs> would give you such now honest to god unless you animals is what what you would want I there's bitch. nothing else it's you rather pay that not that I'm saying yes, fifty fifty k is a bit unreasonable, but still you're stuck with us. You can there's nothing as in we're your only option, unless you swing the other way. Right. right? Yeah, it's it's fine, <laughs> but also you cannot at the end of the day you can also it's it's actually a symbiotic relation like you depend on both sides. So if you say it's one sided, it's just you receiving. Uh, at the end of the day, what do you give? But it's not one-sided. Uh, let me listen to me, Abdurrahman. What you're not understanding is, as much as fine, the way you're looking at it is from a completely stereotype man type of perspective. Because okay. you're looking at yourself as a provider, right? Now, you, your argument mm-hmm. is, if me, I'm paying the maher, and us as a, our, me and my family, we have stood behind and we have given you and your family a token of appreciation, blah, blah, blah. What you're forgetting is what your family is getting is this girl right because this girl <laughs> when she's married she's now 100 percent i'm she like what what the swahili says i'm a talk about my i'm a gay but my guinea even if she says if she's asked when you she will not say back home she will say where her in-laws are when it comes to family okay. events when it comes to everything her mom becomes in fact she becomes more um she works more in your house than she probably she even worked in her own house because when she goes there when you when you go see your mom she's going to be cleaning she's going to be cooking she's going to be serving she's going to be doing everything that a daughter would do this girl has left her mother's house and is now in your house doing all these things right that's what the family the family has gained a daughter so i don't understand what you say when you say what does my family get they get a freaking girl and on top of that that girl is going to reproduce and continue your generation because Obviously, your children are going to are going to hold your son name, and that's your family's name. It, it's it's that's true, that's true. But we are we live in 
we live in a century where we 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 don't believe in patriarchy as much as we used to and 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 apparently there is this concept of division of labor so as much as as much as um, men are uh, in the past have been relying on women to do this it is come to at, at a time where like we as men we normally wise we just so that you know our the men that who were before us um did a few wrongs here and there and mm-hmm. we're trying to correct that so um ideally from whatever you've described in this time and age um they're going to be doing less because we're looking at a scenario where um i think men should be more proactive in some areas so still in terms of whatever you've already described whatever expectations we have of them might not actually be a reality like we're supposed to bridge the gap like not leave uh, a lot of responsibility on their shoulders um so like if it is upbringing of kids like mm-hmm. the the father has to be in the picture you know do a lot of responsibilities behind that so as much as the the woman is still present in that house the responsibility that they used to think that they are going to acquire or they are going to inherit uh somehow reduced i don't know if you agree with me no i disagree with you 100% because okay. um first of all <laughs> me don't even know which world it is that i'm living in <laughs> because as me i don't know where this men are just here searching for <laughs> dividing the responsibility let me tell you something okay um i know it sounds cute and it sounds like something that we're doing but i don't think currently um as africans we have not reached that level where we are dividing everything 50-50 that's that's a lie right um because yeah. generally because of culture and how we were raised and everything the woman will even though a man says fine he'll babysit maybe maybe he'll be of course he'll be, when he comes from work he'll do the kids blah 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 but when it comes to everything to do with the child in terms of um homework or anything everything, everything yeah their fathers will do that but the majority of the work still remains with the woman right and this we understand because the man goes to work and he comes back Abdurrahman, you can't tell me that the same energy you will have when you go outside, you'll, 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 um, you only ask women are given that kind of power. You're not going to go to work, finish working, go for football, have a chat with the guys, then come back home, and then I'm just like, okay, I'm so tired, put the kids to bed, and I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. that is, is happening yet. And if it's happening, a, a, a few men are doing it. And maybe those are men who are coming home maybe in good time. There's some men who have flexible jobs, right? So it's doable. Yeah. However, in the marriage institution, the reality is when it comes to the financial strain that is 100% the man right even if you go 50-50 still the man will still foot more bills just the same when it comes to the labor the woman will still do more when you know, regardless of how busy her day has been whether she works at 9 to 5 she still has to come home she's required to cook she's required to serve i don't think we've reached a point where a man will come home fast and then okay yeah maybe there are some men who start cooking but there's the there's the minority i don't think the majority is are coming home and starting to cook that's what i'm telling you we are still not reached a point where we're broken even and we're 50-50 me, me myself i can come home early and cook if mm-hmm. they are willing to die from poison, food poisoning whose fault is that now whose fault is that now That's where well, you feel in terms of self development every person should have the basic skill of cooking. Right. Come on now. I I I I I'm through the food poisoning because it's me who's cooked it. But I don't think people can eat whatever I cook so. 
Have you ever tried? I, I, I can just cook myself. For my, for have my you ever tried? <laughs> we don't, we're not talking about boiling water, but have you ever tried? It's What I don't understand is why men are very reluctant in going to the kitchen. Like, why, why is that? Especially in our communities, in our respective communities. Mm-hmm. All men do not belong. Oh, if I cook, I'll burn the house down. Oh my God, I'll give you guys food poisoning. <laughs> I mean, as much as we women, no, honest to God, as much as we women are... Striving to basically kill it in our career games in all these fields, men should also do the should also do the due diligence of learning how to cook, because honest to God, having cooking skill is not shouldn't shouldn't be a gender role at all mm-hmm. at all, and it's not it's me a being a feminist. Exactly, it's a survival. One like one day, what if your wife something happens to her, God forbid, mm-hmm. and you are left with the kids, you'd have to adapt. They'll have to take whatever that comes out of that kitchen. Okay, so I'm so what I'm saying is this, yeah? And this is my argument, right? I me personally, I'm not expecting anything out of the man, right? I'm not expecting him to cook, I'm not expecting him to do nothing. All that I will do. But the problem we're having right now with our generation is men are so fixated to want to know why does a woman need this money? Why does she need this money for her mother? Why does she need all this? Why does she need all this? Why is she she's being so demanding? But when you ask them for something, when the woman also equally demands for the smallest thing and says, fine, don't put that money on the table. Let's go in 50-50. You cook, me, I'll do the, um, I'll do the dishes, or you do this. It becomes such a strain for them. So then if it's going to be such a strain, why are you complaining? Just put your money where your mouth is. Because then these are all the things the girl is coming with. So you've already... Complaining about paying the maher. Now you're saying you don't, you can't cook again. So she's going to be doing cooking for the rest of her life. You've only paid that maher once in your whole entire life. Once and it's done. And how she's going to continue cooking for you until the kingdom come. So then where is the equality? Still, there's still no equality. The woman is still bringing more to the table. And that's why I said, no matter how much, you can never put a price to a woman because at the end of the day, she will still do way more. She will cook. She will look after the kids. She will juggle her career. She will juggle your family. She will juggle her family. She will still have to take care of herself. She still has friends. She still has a social life. And all while, she still has to take care of you as her husband. So really, if you think about it, she's doing so many things at once. So then if a woman wants, thinks and says, you know, because of all that, at least I want to have this amount of money, then it shouldn't be an issue. Because at the end of the day, she's not even wanting, she doesn't want you to do all those things that you feel it's difficult to do. Don't look after the kids. Don't do all things. You just think about the family and how you provide for us. Us will do the rest. But when we say that for Eid, we want this amount of money and want to go for shopping, want to do this, we don't want to hear any, any mouth. We just want to put the money on the table. Because when us, it comes to us fulfilling our, our deed, we do everything that we can do, regardless of how hard it is. And don't think we are machines. We get sick and we get tired and we have PMS and we have Moody but we still do it so if I say I want money I don't want to hear a conversation because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do so you do what you're supposed to do men make it look like all, all women want is money they're so messy they're so I don't know what 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 they're just like issues no it's not issues because us we're doing our responsibility so it shouldn't be so heavy for you to do your responsibility I agree I agree and the other thing is Fatima not just that here is that these women, right, who end up marrying into different families, the fact that she has to put up with you, a husband, who's mm-hmm. very nagging mm-hmm. and very demanding as well, she has to put up with your kids, which, which also her kids, and she has to put up, like, with your family. Guys, in-laws are not a cup of tea. I've seen women yeah. who actually get divorced because the guy's family is just a headache. They're, they're, they're just not... 
the kind of family that you want to like live with. Does that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Abdurrahman is asking, what does the guy's family get? You literally get a whole human being. Yeah. Exactly and I feel like and with no many humans. Yeah, and no amount of money will be enough for her to actually be like, okay, leaving her family for your family. So I feel like, ideally, women should be asking for like more than fifty thousand dollars. I agree. So are we? Are we? Are we back to the argument that women are not priceless? <laughs> Uh, that's what you just alluded to. Abdurrahman is playing mind games. Wallahi. He really is. He really is. Women are extremely priceless. If you were to sit down here today on this podcast and write down what a woman might be worth, no man on this planet can actually afford that, if I'm actually being honest. But can you afford men at the end of the day? Like, if you turn the tables, can you afford men? What do you What men are bringing to the table? Apart from money. So what what men what men bring to the table is yeah tell more, us sometimes mostly sanity like when when you guys over panic the, the man is chill he gives you problems <laughs> uh, like he gives you solutions to your problems. He's the reason why panicking. Yeah. He's the reason why you need to panic. Like exactly. What? <laughs> uh, anyway. So a man um, apparently a man will now will tolerate all your mood swings and all that. Once like they they look at the bigger picture, they know what's going on, so they don't have to react to everything that you do, everything that you say. And most most men are not petty, so and they're very patient. Where they, this will make me faint. And, <laughs> that is not true. And they're also unflappable under pressure. Like when there's a lot of pressure, they can handle. All the problems that come to that house, you know, if if it's are we getting money tomorrow, you know, all these things like they're so calm. I think you're describing a woman. <laughs> I completely disagree with that. I, you... Right now, what you describe has to do with the characteristic of the man. Now, what we the question was: What does he bring to the relationship? What does he bring into this marriage? Leave alone coming down and stuff what do we bring to the table because we told you what we bring to the table what the, do you bring to the table he mainly excluding bring, he mainly individual characteristics he mainly brings the bread to the table so everyone should stick to their roles and everybody should understand what is their role in the institution right this of course True. when it comes when you talk about um a man is coming uh, a man is this oh, and it's not petty blah 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 all that is now dependent on individuals and characters right people are different within their rights but me, what I'm saying, the only thing that I'm saying is that if you, as Abdurrahman, you're questioning why you should pay that um, uh, five million Kenyan shillings, right? You ha- you want to know what is she bringing to the table, and you're saying all you're bringing to the table is the bread, in which you're already bargaining with that bread. So already there's an issue because you're already bargaining with the bread. <laughs> So I think maybe you just need to do some soul searching because you have to be whole before you can bring another human into your space. And another thing that I would just like to correct you is that the same way women um, are sometimes can be, you know, indecisive and can be moody and can be petty. It's the exact same way that men can be moody and can... You think every day a man is just in a good mood, he's vibrant and he's just happy and he's everything and he's everything. Even you guys, sometimes depending on how work has been, you can come home, maybe you're moody. and you're still, In fact, most of the time it's the woman who is the peace of mind. And that's what they say. Happy wife, happy life, because she is your peace. So make the situation peaceful for her. It's actually good that you've said happy wife, happy life. The the I think you've misunderstood that statement. Happy wife, happy life. If your wife is not happy for some reason, your life is not going to be happy. 
It's not yes. that it's not the other way around. <laughs> not that my life is happy just because I have a woman. It's because I've made her happy so that But you make we've made each other happy. You make it look like a woman is bringing nothing to you other than disturbance. Like that are you guys understanding that? Or is it just me? Yeah. I was yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I don't understand is why Abdurrahman you have this type of relationship with women who broke you because how you view Shocked. us and Shocked. how you basically disregard us and the fact that we don't bring anything to the table is very I'm concerned literally me too literally. and I've given him such good points that women are bringing to the table right even to his it's family good. so what is it that you watch this extra okay fine let's let me let me rephrase the question Abdurrahman who what just describe your ideal woman and describe the ideal qualification and the things that you would want her to say for you to feel like yes this is the woman i'm taking home this is who i want to marry what would you want her to tell you and include the matter i i don't i think we had this discussion even like in the previous point sorry don't make it all physical yeah Physical is like ninety percent of it, so I'm actually just going to mention the ten percent. Okay, mention both. It's actually it's actually what I've mentioned in the previous pod. Um, if, if if an ideal an ideal woman should um should beat me, in other words. Jokes aside, this guy. Ah. Well, uh, you know, first of all, I would just like to yeah, apologize yeah. to the woman who has to watch this man because you might sit out there <laughs> and you haven't seen him. But take it from me who has seen him. You will take five hours on his hair alone. So come <laughs> ready, is what I'm saying. Even come alone in the house because we'll talk about it. I am shaving my hair, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, God. Can you be serious, Shirley? Who is watching you? <laughs> I, know, I, know, on a serious, on a note, I think on, on a serious note um i i don't dispute the fact that you see all all these things that a woman brings because ideally it doesn't make sense for me to invalidate all that because i'll be invalidating my mom's effort and i'm bringing us mm-hmm. and 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 we really appreciate we really appreciate the role that they have played all this time Mm-hmm. Um and ideally we don't expect anything less than that. Because that's a preconceived conception of how we perceive um this whole thing. It's true. But ideally we feel like sometimes it it it, it goes to an extent where it just becomes one-sided and people don't acknowledge the fact that uh, or the role or the responsibility or the benefit that a, a man brings into a, a whole family. True, yeah. I think we acknowledged, um, even in the previous part, I did mention that um, it's also a transition for a man, especially with the financial part of it, of course, because it's difficult. Sometimes I'm sure they would want the break, but they have to keep on providing for the family. And if they don't, of course, they also battle with the disappointment of not being able to make their family comfortable. Every man wants to make their family comfortable. But I think what we are saying is it shouldn't be a do me, I do you kind of thing. It shouldn't be like, well, you don't cook for me. Why should I bring the cash? Well, you don't, you know, they shouldn't. I feel like these days, the the new um, generation, we like to compare a lot. Like if she's not doing this, then I will not do this. And if he's not doing it, then I will not. You know, it should just be, I think a relationship should be more like a partnership. And that's how you have a beautiful relationship where you you look at your spouse like your partner. So for where they can't, you can. Where they have a hard time, you're able to fulfill. 
right? On their days off, you're able to be there. Because sometimes you can have parents who actually, one parent has depression. So does that mean that if the mother doesn't leave the, the room today, nobody's going to be with the kids? So what I mean is that you should have a partnership. But the comparison is what brings the problem. Because everybody wants to compare. And you see, like you, Abdurrahman, you want to compare because you, you want to understand what is this that this woman is bringing for me? Like, what is this extra thing that is making me call this woman my wife and pay this money? You want justification for every coin. And I think that's a wrong way to look at it. Okay. It's true. We're, we're, it's true. We're actually comparing apples and oranges, which they can't be compared. At the end of the day, they're apples and oranges. So um, my my point was, um, if you force me to see and say that you know what, actually, uh, from the previous pod, I actually mentioned that most of the time it's not the girl that is demanding for this money. So if me and the person X have been talking all this time. And the the whole conversation becomes big, and now we're starting to approach families and all that. So you'll find the girl would, was okay with anything, or a small amount of money, and all of a sudden now the family is like apana. You have to capitalize on this, and then the whole girl the girl changes her whole demands and requirements, and and you guys are back to square one. I think that was the main gist of the previous pod, right? Mm-hmm. Well, am I am I am I wrong to say that? Okay, so I'll pay the 50k, but uh, you you have to bath me every day. <laughs> yeah, you're still wrong to say that because... <laughs> because like whatever, you're demanding, you're, whatever you're demanding is not realistic at the end of the day. So I can only match it with an unrealistic demand so that you see things from how I'm seeing you, whatever you're demanding. At the end of the but day... I'm assuming by the time she's asking it's not unrealistic. And I'm asking you, by the time she's asking you for $50,000... Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she feels she thinks that there's a way that she can actually afford that. I don't yeah. think the family thinks woman. that. But if the, if she can't I talk to her family, family, she's the problem, and you shouldn't even be marrying such a woman. If you've both exactly. sat down and you've agreed that this is how she knows what you do, she knows how much you how much money you make, right? The first conversation is between the couple before it gets to the family, right? That's how it is. Not unless it's a different situation where it's um an arranged marriage. But on an um on a normal situation that in the current situation we're in right now, most times the first conversation would be between the two of you. Once you agree, then it will be then be taken to the to the parents. Because at this point you're looking at marriage. So if you've already had a conversation and you're like, okay, this is what you can do, blah 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 blah. You talked about where you live, you talked about everything, and then she goes to talk to her family. Maybe you guys said you're going to start in Nairobi West, and the family says, no, 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 we have raised you, we've raised you in Lavington or Kilelesha or Kilimani or something like that, so tell him to get a house there, and he knows he can't afford that, and she comes back and she tells you, I want a house in those areas. Now, first of all, you need to ask yourself, is this the kind of woman you want to have a family with? Because marriage is for life. So are you going to be buying seats, and then the family comes and says, mm, 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 so is it? we want leather, and then she's coming to tell you, okay, the family said to move, we want leather. That's the kind of life that you want. So I don't think the um the, the right thing for you to have to say is like okay will she bathe me? I think the right thing to say is how quick am I dropping her and on to the next one because clearly that was not I agree. you. I agree. You see, you see, I think wisdom will kill you, Fatma. Wisdom will kill you. It will be the end of you. Not even Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, me. Yeah. Fatma has made sense. Because at the end, sense. at the end of the day, um all these demands i don't know if people actually say it for the fun or for the cloud or i just don't understand but the point at the end of the day remains um yes we cannot compare apples to oranges but 
um, whatever you are requesting for at the end of the day has to be realistic if you if you really 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 want to get into this marriage otherwise uh, either it's uh, i don't know if there's a polite way of gold digging polite word of for gold digging or you're just being immature yeah i agree with abdurrahman and i've had this conversation before even with a lot of my friends yeah i do agree that we are living in a world where right now there are some girls who are super unrealistic in the ta- because of what they used to see maybe on tv or on social media they walk into their marriages very unrealistic goals yeah mm-hmm. and i agree with that but i think even for can you elaborate on those unrealistic goals right um you know there's some people like i'm i met this girl once and she was saying that her she can't get married into a house where there's no washing machine and there's no dishwasher and there's no water and there's no dishwasher electricity. in kenya dishwasher. yeah in kenya mm-hmm. in kenya and she's like she has, she has to get married where does that happen washing machine some people have them in the house it's not so me i've had people who have it. it's not so unheard of washing machine is fine but I've however you know regardless of the machine that she wants in the house you have to also understand you need to have a conversation with your husband and see what it is that he can do and what he can't do it's very unfair for a woman to ex- let me tell you something first of all you know what i don't understand about women what you've not left in your father's house your father was un- unable to do what makes you think somebody else's son is going to do it for you ah, like sure i agree i actually agree you have to be there 100 percent so <laughs> people do are just dramatic and may think even if my brother was to bring home such a girl i tell him listen let that girl get out of the door and let's look for someone else because you have to have these reasonable conversations before you get into marriage because again a man does not want a situation where he's constantly being compared with other men and other or somebody's like oh so and so's husband bought for her car you've not bought for me or so and so's husband with this you know is that the kind of life you want to live of comparison so you have to look it's true. maturity plays a very big part i think especially even with women you, a man should be able to identify that okay in terms of maturity how grown is she and maturity is not about age there's some young girls who are very mature there's some girls who are, are much older and they're very immature so mature you have to be compatible before you guys take the next step if you see from the beginning she has unrealistic demands don't think she's going to change she will never change drop her like a bad egg and keep it pushing because it's going to be a lifetime of problems. She's going if it's especially if she's about family advisement. The family wants this and the family wants this. The minute any girl comes with that kind of energy, just drop her like an egg. Because she's going to continue maintaining that energy. And the family will detect which school you take the kids, they will detect how you dress the kids, they will detect everything in your life. The so kind the of furniture you buy for your house, the yeah. curtains of your bedroom. Hey, Apana, no. But some men want to look like they're tough men. So in that initial stage, because they're like, you know, the problem with men, they they, they get sold by the eyes. So him is even like, this chick is like, she's a painting. So him is just like, I cool, I'll provide, I'll provide, I'll do, I'll do. Then once they get into the institution, he's unable, and this one is giving him, giving him mad pressure. Then men are all over the streets like, oh, women are trash. Women just want this, women are mouth. But you see, from the beginning, you had the chance to pull out, but you didn't because you were thinking about other things. And you think about like how you're going to move on with this woman. And now you're you're so into deep and how how are you gonna leave that situation? We like we basically like what we see, and that's yeah. a problem. Exactly, that's a problem. Because no, the whole what thing you see might be unrealistic. A wise man has, has said on this post, well, podcast, men like what they see, women like what they hear. You see how we I basically agree. have I actually agree. Yeah. relationship. You guys feed us lies. We love it. You, you guys, we feed you aesthetics. Yeah, we feed you, you fake body parts, and you guys love it. Yeah, <laughs> you guys love it. <laughs> we also feed you a fake hairline, so it's fine. It's it's. Cool. <laughs> you can relate, eh? 
coming back to Fatima's point the whole thing of comparison is is still there whether whether someone is immature or not apparently there's this funny story i don't know there's a chef that was saying um there's a lady who approached um her husband and told him you know about uh, lady xx who died the other day um the the husband uh, built a mosque in her name okay uh, what are you going to do for me when i die and the guy replied and said um i already bought the land i'm just i'm just it's waiting yeah kind of like that's what he played he just said i just already bought the land so like from the mshana ranya likasirika so it's like he's alluding to the fact that anangoja akufa haraka but that's well, a good thing for it though yeah like, so it's a good thing I, i i i don't know but now the whole the whole story is like that comparison is is what is still there like regardless of whether you are married now or you're going to get married or you're planning to get married like whatever your your your, your colleague has or your partner has, or your friend has is sort of a benchmark abdurrahman one thing we still haven't heard from you and we've asked you several times i don't know okay. why you deflect is what do you bring or basically what's your ideal woman because clearly you said you want to be beef what are the other characteristics because they need to know what they're getting themselves into no you know? him saying he wants to be beef was him showing you how unrealistic 50000 I know I know I know but he still hasn't told us what would meet those requirements for his quote and quote the ideal mahar price the apple of his eye <laughs> yes exactly um That's a tricky one. But I think I think I might have answered this in the previous part. I don't know. Somebody just wants to hear it. So. Yeah, yeah that wants to hear it. We want a refresher. It's been a long time, you know. Oh, okay. It's been a whole Angel, time. Angel, that's mine. She just gives me reason to believe that you don't even know what you want. So how can you criticize what yourself you don't know? Exactly. You listen, you listen. So, uh basically what what I am looking for in a woman is basically first there has to be that connection. Like not me being uh like the sense of humor is a must like me and you have to find the same things common or like same things funny and all that and then also the halal to haram ratio has to be also there he how can you <laughs> <laughs> for the haram and halal ratio to be at ratio because when yeah. i tell you things can you can just see a girl going from like dressed up to tight to niqab real quick this will finish us like what that's a good point continue i mean we we're, we're trying we're trying to be uh, good muslims as much as we can yeah. uh, but having said that we the halal to haram ratio has to be there at par like i can't find something funny and then you say um i really just need astaghfirullah and all that i mean it's, it's fine astaghfirullah <laughs> yes but then after laughing <laughs> okay but like, i can't to like, hang here for so long but i just like i abdurrahman like Uh, just an example i'm not coming for you i'm just like, a general example but what it's not a general example but no, that's okay. <laughs> what that's an attack would you possibly coming. have for her to be like i stuff for allah 
But you think maybe if you're just like, ha 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 ha, babe, should we add like something to spice up the room? It's like, ah, stuck for a while. Or like, what do you have in mind? I just really want you to just open up your mind a little bit for me to understand. Um, is there a way I can plead the fifth on this question? I'm not. <laughs> no, answer, answer the question. Answer what? the question. You you're really throwing me under the bus, Fatima. Because there are a lot of people who will not see me the same way. So it's I, okay. I, I, they're not your friends. They're not your friends if they don't see you the same way. Right. Yeah, like, like so the astaghfirullah part would be like getting handcuffs and and all that. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming the handcuffs are going to be on you. Amma, like huh? what's happening? I'm assuming that you're the one who will be handcuffed. Like, that's yeah, just, know, just know I want to be on the receiving end. Just know that. Wow. You seem to be liking handcuffs. So The handcuffs will be there, but I want to be on the receiving end. Me, first of all, me, I'm just... Fasma has opened Pandora's box. It was big Now it's handcuffs. We love it. There's no way to tell. Wow. Okay. But honestly, to be honest, Abdurrahman, I didn't see it. But I'm going to comment that because neither did I. I'm not a rascal. Not a This guy keeps on surprising us. What? Abdurrahman, I had no idea that he was so spicy. I'm actually shocked. Shocked. I mean, spicy. I am. I am spicy only. Only in the kitchen, like normal spices. Um. I only, kitchen. I only uh, no, it's a kitchen. Yeah, the normal kitchen spices. I mean, I wouldn't ask for know. you to lock up in the kitchen because, of course, safety guidelines, you know, gas. No, I am thinking I'm only spicy <laughs> when I'm thinking. No, what are you, what are you thinking outside the box? No, no, no. I have a fridge. I have a fridge. I should go to lock on the fridge. Okay, anyway, guys. Let us, okay, let us hand finish and then we'll go back to his points. Please proceed. Hi, halal, haram to haram. Hey, halal. Halal to haram. Haram to halal when she must be at par. Hi, next. Okay, good. Um, I, I, apart from that, I think, um, um, well, I think I've even lost my, 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 my train of thought. Train of thought. Um, what else? I think mainly those are crucial. And then from there, I think you just have to be a chilled person, like easygoing. In terms of personality, like, I mean, um, not someone who's uh, who's egoistic, um, like someone who seeks a lot of attention, you know, mm-hmm. small, small things. Like just good personality, basically. Some, someone yeah. you can get easily along with. Mm-hmm. Also, then from there, everything else is tawakal halallah. We'll make everything else work. <laughs> Even if she's what? Even from 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 improving from thirty seconds to <laughs> two hours, it's tawakal Allah. From there, we can yeah. work with it. Feel is tawakal, and like medications for that as well. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 prescribe something, please. Just help the situation. I definitely am. Adhman, see me on the side. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do, please. But you, you can't, you can't do a remote consultation. <clears throat> I, I will. Is I, I actually can't. It's fine. We'll manage. So. She'll have somebody do it practically there. Don't worry. She'll <laughs> <somebody>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but guys, guys, listen. Now that Muhammad has finished um, his list, I just want to emphasize on the whole um, halal haram ratio and your mm-hmm. sense of humor being on the same part because me can be laughing at something and then you're not getting the joke and I'm just like what's happening you know what I mean 
Imagine imagine being in a marriage and he doesn't laugh at your jokes. Nah, that's right. No, it can't be us. Sorry, Amma, they uh, think it's too soon. The joke is too soon. <laughs> too soon, when you want. like 30 seconds or more than that. Yeah, because I know, I know what you're about to say. Literally, this wow. is going left. Like, I mean, the joke is too soon. Like, it's too, like, like someone has died and then he's making a death joke. Ah, well, like someone has I know that's not what. I know that's what not what Adhman was thinking, but we. Must... <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely what I was thinking. No, you. I'm not sure if in my in my head, but <laughs> at this point, <laughs> we're imagining... okay, guys, guys. This is the one question that I've really been waiting for. Fatima, mm. now that you're here mm-hmm. and you're in a happily um like you're in a relationship, shall you might, I want you to just give this brother of ours tips Advice. on how to secure the girl mm. because I feel like that's where most of these guys struggle. Right, mm-hmm. because of who you are, struggle. Just, like late tips, <laughs> really yeah, and he wants to help him get off the streets. So just drop some hints and some tips for him to like grab the chick and like handcuff her. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somebody once said to me like it's like these skinny niggas who are the freakiest, and I'm just like nah. But now I've just <laughs> 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 really uh, I don't know if it's a it's a complex thing because like they feel like they overcompensate. Like if he had like if he handcuffs her, he He's been in a situation of like mighty power or something, but it is conversation for another day. Um, personally, <laughs> Abdurrahman, um, I think the most important thing is having um transparency. Fatima, Fatima, ad- don't address me directly. I oh, it, 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 it's my mental trigger. I uh, address everyone in general. Everyone, okay. <laughs> yeah. So even you, you saying about the handcuffs, you're talking about everyone in general. Yeah, just just mm. refer to everyone in general. It's a trigger for me. Yeah, he speaks for <laughs> all this man. <laughs> okay, noted, Shukran. Anyways, um, for me, I think uh transparency is the most important thing, and I feel like when uh, the problem with um most guys is that they take so long to just say what they want, right? So you have you like they overstretch the cut the the chase. You know, it's supposed to be like a good chase. And then you capture, but you can't be chasing me for a whole good two years. Like surely, you, you the chase has to make sense, right? And I think transparency is key. And you should and men should just make it easy for girls because I'll tell you for free that most girls are overthinkers and will think does he like me? Does he not like me? If he's not calling me today, what's happening? Has he called someone else? Like we'll think about it all that. Just catch for us all that and just be a straight shooter mm. and just from the get go say what are your intentions if you're looking for long term if you're looking for short term if you're looking for a situationship if you're just looking like to have conversation and to pick my mind let me know from the get go but if you're trying to secure mm. the bag if you're trying to get married to me let's start having the hard conversations from the get go so that I can know if I'm going to stick mm. around if I'm going to leave like don't waste my time because you know how they say when you stand in front of someone you could be blocking my blessing behind there so like don't don't let's not have this conversation for so long. But just you're not telling me what like what you really and if you're not ready for marriage, you should be able to give me a time frame. So if I'm ready for marriage, you should talk about time frames from the get go. Now I'm talking um this is advice is based on marriage. This is not about dating or courtship. That's a completely different um conversation. This is one hundred percent as two adults who are one adult is looking to get married and now you're in a relationship. What conversation should you be having? I think it's very important for a man to direct the conversation because it's okay for a woman to direct it, but I feel like because um, it's the man who goes and asks for the girl's hand in marriage, right? So it's you who's going to go and sit down with my family. So what I would, what I think it would be important is for a man to just be clear and be like, listen, me, I'm trying to get married to you. And I, this is how I want it. Uh, and, you, and you talk about everything, how we, where we're going to live, 
what is it that we're looking at like how what is our time frame what kind of wedding are we looking at all these things are things that men should not be afraid to ask you should be able to have this conversation with this woman if she gives an answer that you feel is not up to par with what you or what you would not be able to offer if she, you can compromise you can compromise but like now for example abdurrahman if she's coming at you with five million and you right now you know you and your family will not be able to afford that then you just tell her from the get-go that's not going to be able to be doable i think so much so many things would be so much easier if people just communicated effectively because it's a barrier in communication and also remember she's talking to her friends and her family you're talking to your friends and your family and then miss communication is just being thrown up and down and then you guys come together you have information overload she has information overload and then you guys just keep clashing what things that ideally she's been clashing for so i think the most important thing is just to be a straight shooter and let us know what you want we're just tired of trying to read men just let us know what you want just be direct Okay, 100%. They're just out here in the DMs, just, you know, lingering. Wanna linger too? Right, yeah. okay. you, I feel like the DMs is where they thrive because, first of all, it's like through messaging, so they're really like keyboard warriors. Wow, to me, sister. No, I, no, no. We're tired of salam alaikum. As in, what do you do? Are you breathing? Are you growing vegetables in the day? What's going on? I'm actually Say sorry. what you want, you know? Like, come with your chest, please. Oh, yeah. I swear to God, from a girl's point of view, you guys are frustrating. Wallah, I'm having frustrated. We're tired. To me, choka. We really, we really we go back. Anyway, um, <laughs> you guys, just to wrap up this whole conversation, um, I love that we've come and we've just, you know, broken down what exactly we talked about in the last episode. And Fatima was good enough and kind enough to actually give us her perspective yes. as a married woman, actually, like her point of view. Um, I guess for me, that's it. It's a wrap. Yeah, and uh, thank you, Fadrahman, for agreeing to come here and be, you know, be yourself. Be, yeah, be yourself that you feel safe to talk about all your, you know, fetishes, yeah? It's not safe. It's not safe, please. It's the handcuffs for me. It's the handcuffs for Fatima. But anyway, guys, um, I've been your lovely host, Aja Ahmed. I've been your lovely host, Jija Agal. Abdurrahman. Fatma. Until next time, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Bye.